Have you been over to the Keto Dojo yet? I know we've talked about it. It's a place. It's on Facebook. Yeah, I keep talking about it. Facebook is still around, so it hasn't gone anywhere yet. But the Keto Dojo, guess what? We just hit over 400 members today. So proud of this website. Uh, Karen and I put it together uh, a while ago. I can't even remember. I wish Karen was here to talk about it. We'll get here on the podcast eventually. But yeah, the Keto Dojo, we put it together. We thought it would be a good idea. Um, I was doing some good stuff. And Karen mentioned, hey, why don't you start a a group on Facebook and um, get the word out there on how great the diet is and some of the success that you've had and um, get some information out there. So I did that made Karen my admin, and then I pulled in my younger son, uh, I'm sorry, my older son, um, to be an admin as well. I am the sensei of the Keto Dojo, but get on over there. We just hit over 400 members. It's growing by leaps and bounds. People are having great success. We talk a lot about uh, ketogenics. We talk a lot about intermittent fasting, about extended fasting, um, just a bunch of good stuff. And get on over there, the Keto Dojo. Also want to mention Lulu.com. Yes, I wrote a book. I'm going to put a picture of that, the cover of that book on the, the next post that I put out tomorrow morning for this podcast. Lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com slash spotlight slash Dale's Inc. You can find my book there. Uh, you can get it in e-format. You can get a hard copy of it to put on your bookshelf. So get on over there, Lulu.com. Check it out. Also like to mention Homegrown Brew House. Uh, it's my one of my new places of employment. Those guys are great over there. Caleb Taylor is doing great stuff. Amber Taylor as well. They uh, they're open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. They close at uh, open at three, close at nine o'clock Monday through Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You can stay there till eleven or maybe even a little bit later if you're nice to me. So get on over to Homegrown Brew House. It's in downtown Somerville in Hutchison Square. Check those guys out. They got 40 taps on the wall. They sell uh, bottles and cans. They have some wine in cans, if you can imagine that. Who, who would have ever known they had wine in a can? You can also get uh, classic wine in a bottle. They are making their own soda over there, and they also have some soda from Cannonboro Soda Company. So handcrafted sodas. And... You can also get uh, just some regular stuff over there, some some regular Coke, uh, or actually it's Mexican Coke, to be honest. They just put a brand new, uh, some brand new video games in the back hallway. It's kind of an arcade way, is what I like to call it. Instead of a hallway, they've got, uh, they'll put credits on the machines, and you can just go back there and play video games for free. You can also purchase some stuff back there, too, from Starlight Entertainment. So check out Homegrown Brew House. I also like to mention a buddy of mine. Uh, we talked about this on the podcast. We've had this guy on the podcast, but uh, Slayton Johnson up there in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Gatlinburg, I always say that. It's Gatlinburg, <clears throat> Tennessee. So get up there to Gatlinburg, and when you get up there, go to your email, your Yahoo, your Gmail, your AOL, um, uh, whatever email you got going on, and type in TN Rivercraft. Damn it. Back up. TN River Raft at gmail.com. That's tnriverraft at gmail.com. Email, say, hey, Slayton, I'm up here in Gatlinburg, and I would like to go rafting with you. I would love it if you would contact me and we could set up a date and time. Slayton will get back to you. He'll set it up, and you're going to have the most amazing rafting trip you've ever had. I guarantee it. If not, uh, Slayton will give you your money back. I'm not going to give it back to you. 
But Slayton will, and he's not going to have to pay anybody because he's a great guy and he's a great dude, and you can have a fantastic time. So that's tnriverraft at gmail.com. Email him beforehand. Let him know you're coming up. He'll take you on a fantastic trip. All right, so welcome to Craft Conversations. Um, it's me, Brian, uh, where I craft a conversation out of my mind. And sometimes we'll have a guest on the show sitting across from here in the studio. Uh, we're also going to put a satellite studio there at Homegrown Brew House that I mentioned, and we'll have some guests over there as well. <clears throat> Next guest coming up is Gordon Peters. Where is he? I don't know. I've seen him around town a couple times. The guy's elusive. We've talked about it before. He's been on the podcast before. He's hard to track down. He's hard to hold down. But uh, we've talked two or three times now that uh, he's going to come in and talk about his trip that he took up to, where was that? What was the name of that place? Sparta. Sparta or Spartan? I think it's Sparta. Tennessee. He went up there on uh, some business and he did some rafting and some kayaking and a whole bunch of stuff. I'll let him tell you all the stuff that he did, but he's excited to get back in here and uh, sit back in this chair. We had a great time the last time he was in, and, and he's really excited, but he's really busy. So we'll get him in here. I want to thank everybody for uh, putting up with me the other night, uh, my Tuesday release, or my Monday uh, recording and my Tuesday release of the last podcast I did. Uh, kind of bared my soul in that episode. Uh, maybe some people say it was a little too much. Some people like, uh, well, I won't get into who, what, when, why, where, but some people think it was a little much. But, you know, I, I want to be real with you guys. I want to be honest with you guys. I want to not hold anything back. I mean, this is a podcast about just life. And, you know, originally it was about craft beer and about uh, breweries and all this kind of stuff and it's still going to be about that stuff but I just I want to I want to take a turn with it and I've told you guys numerous times here lately that um, I just want it to be about people I want it to be about helping people I want it to be about motivation about um, just not holding anything back there's a lot of people out there struggling with stuff these days uh, we're living in the best times ever to be you know let's let's be honest about it some of the best times we've ever had, uh, te technologically wise, uh, people wise, just the stuff that you can do, the fun that you can have, the people that you can reach. But um, you're seeing seven billion people's thoughts and 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 actions and words, and sometimes it gets a little crazy and it gets a little overwhelming. And I want this to be a place where we can talk about some things. We're going to have some guests on here. We're going to talk about some deep subjects. We're going to um, we're going to lighten it up sometimes. Sometimes we're going to get deep. And last episode, I got a little deep. And I appreciate those people that stuck with me. And I tell you what, the feedback I have received from that episode has been just overwhelming. <clears throat> it's been very humbling. I appreciate it uh, more than you guys will ever know. So I want to thank everyone for listening and putting up with my story. I just had to get it off my chest. I had to put it out there in the world. And maybe, maybe, just maybe... Uh, that story would help just one person, and it's helped more than one person. I've, I've received uh, numerous uh, comments, uh, emails, even text messages to say, hey, thank you, thank you, thank you for putting that out because I was going down a bad, bad path, and I was in a dark place, and I was uh, spiraling out of control. And, you know, by you putting it out there and, and expressing yourself and... and um, putting a stop to it and, and just and saying, this is enough. It's, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not living this way anymore. Um, that's helped uh, quite a few people. 
So that's what I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to get it off my chest, but I also wanted to maybe help somebody else get it off of their chest. And that's what happened. So goal achieved. Um, but the love and the feedback and the support and the words of wisdom, I am just forever grateful for that. So keep it coming. Don't stop talking to me. It's a conversation we're trying to have here. But enough about that. Um, one thing I wanted to mention two podcasts ago, I think it was, I said the word minutial. And I said, I don't even know if that's a word, but if it's not a word, it should be a word. But guess what? It's a word, guys. And um, I looked it up. I can't remember what it meant, but minutial is a word. So if you want to use that in your daily uh, vocabulary, in your conversations, please do. Because it is actually a true word. Is it raining outside again? What is going on? Let me check this weather here. I'm trying to get my yard cleaned up every day. I get up, and I should get up and do it in the morning, but I work uh, afternoon and, and nighttime jobs, so I kind of sleep in through the morning hours. I'm not your your normal uh, 7.30 to 4.30 guy like I was in the Air Force anymore. My my time table has changed, but every time I get, I, I go to work, and I say, man, when I get off work, Three o'clock, four o'clock, whatever. I'm going to come home and I'm cut the grass and get out there and do some weed, weed eating and uh, pull some weeds and just do whatever. Every damn time, it's freaking raining, so the grass is wet. I can't do anything. I was out there the other day. My backyard is a Amazon rainforest right now. It's like land of the lost out there. I mean, new shit just pops up every day. I go out there. There's new stuff, and it just—it doesn't just pop up, and it's like you know a little a little one inch weed that's coming out of the ground. These things just start off at like three or four feet tall. I don't know how it happens. It's the double dose of fertilizer I put on the grass uh, at the beginning of the season, the beginning of the spring, or something. But shit just pops up, and it's four feet tall, just like bam, all of a sudden. I mean, the other day I lost Leia for like two minutes. I couldn't find her out there. I was like, Leia, where are you? And she was scurrying around through some sort of foliage, uh, some bushes and overgrown whatever, and I lost Leia. So I found her, though. She's back. She's sitting right outside the door here. I'm not letting her in tonight. Um, she's been kind of bugging me. I've been down most of the day, most of the afternoon after I got up work. I bought some peanuts, and uh, this could be just a podcast about just random shit. I don't know. I didn't have a lot of stuff to talk about today. But I want to put out episodes. But uh, I bought some peanuts. I'm doing three pounds of boiled peanuts downstairs right now. So she's been kind of bugging me with that. Um, <clears throat> and then I went in. I'm doing this thing. My son's been talking to me about it quite a bit lately. Uh, you know, because I'm thinking about moving out maybe to the west again out there to Flagstaff, Arizona. So he's been talking to me about the minimalism. And he turned me on to a documentary that's on Netflix came out in 2016. I'd seen it, um, I don't know, quite a while ago, but I, I didn't really think much of it. It was a, it was a cool documentary. I enjoyed it. Um, I liked a lot of the uh, aspects of it, but I, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it. So he started bringing it up to me again and said, hey, man, if, you know, if you're going to move out here, you, you ought to don't bring all your shit with you because we don't have we don't have a spot for all your shit while you're trying to, to look for a new space. So and I don't want to put stuff in storage. I've done that uh, two, three times now. You know, when I left Las Vegas after I retired in my divorce, I had stuff in storage in Vegas. I had a storage unit here. I had a house that I still had stuff in storage. So I was paying just tons and tons and tons of money to store stuff that I didn't even freaking need. You know, it's ridiculous. 
so I started watching this minimalism thing again, and I said, okay, if I move, I'm not. I'm taking very little stuff with me, and I'm not putting anything in storage. Nothing is going in storage. If I can't take it with me, and if I can't fit it um, at my son's house or into my new house immediately, it's gone. I'm getting rid of it. So that's what I've I've started to purge, guys. Is what I'm trying to say. After watching this documentary, um, I got turned on to their podcast, the Minimalist Podcast. If you go to your iTunes app or whatever you use, I'm not sure what platforms are on, but it's just called the Minimalist Podcast. You can find it on iTunes Podcast. <clears throat> They've got a ton of episodes on there, and it kind of goes through and explains how to um, how to start this whole minimalist lifestyle. And they've also got a website, which is, I pulled it up here a minute ago so I could tell you about it, but it's called uh, theminimalist.com. So the Minimalist Podcast, theminimalist.com. Check it out. Um, it explains exactly what they're all about. Um, you know, it says right here, most decisions we make can be traced back to our desire to be happy, but happiness is a fuzzy term and is often incorrectly, I would argue, conflated with a collection of other terms, fulfillment, pleasure, contentment, and satisfaction among them. Uh, I'm not going to, no, you can read this stuff. Go to the go to the website if you want to read about it. But the minimalist, um, here's a better thing here, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. At first glance, people might think the point of minimalism is only to get rid of material possessions, eliminating jettison, jettison, jettisoning, like the Jetsons, I don't know. Extracting, detaching, decluttering, paring down, letting go, but that's a mistake. True, removing the excess is an important part of the recipe, but it's just one ingredient. If we're concerned solely with the stuff, though, we're missing the larger point. Minimalists don't focus on having less, less, less. We focus on making room for more. More time, more passion, more creativity, more experiences, more contribution, more contentment, more freedom. Clearing the clutter from life's path helps make that room. Minimalism is the thing that gets us past the things so we can make room for life's important things, which aren't things at all. For the, minim for, for the minimalist, that's a hard word to say, be honest. It all started with a lingering discontent. Nearly a decade ago, while approaching age 30, we had achieved everything that was supposed to make us happy. Six-figure careers, luxury cars, oversized houses, and all the stuff to clutter every corner of our consumer-driven lives. And yet, with all that stuff, we weren't satisfied. There was a gaping void, and working 80 hours a week just to buy more stuff didn't fill the void. It only brought more debt, stress, anxiety, fear, loneliness, guilt, overwhelm, depression. What's worse, we didn't have control of our time, and thus we didn't control our own lives. So in 2009, we took back control using the principles of minimalism. Uh, since starting this website, uh, unfortunately, blah, blah, blah. So you get the point. And that's off of the minimalists, the minimalist.com. Uh, so uh, I just want to give them credit for the uh, text there. But that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to minimize and get rid of the clutter and uh, kind of start fresh. I mean, I, you know, when I started, when I watched that thing again and I started going through the website, I started listening to the podcast and I started thinking about it. I started walking around my house. I started walking into rooms and the closets and to attic space into the garage, into the shed, even into my car, the back, the you know, the back of my truck, even the back of my car. And I started looking around and saying, "What? When did I buy that? 
what the hell is this? Why did I buy that? Why do I need that? How do I even use that? That thing doesn't even have a cord. It doesn't even work. That thing's broken. And I started just looking at things. And maybe this isn't you guys. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm a hoarder. But I started looking at all the things in every room and every orifice, every crack, nook and cranny of my house and, and analyzing it and saying, when's the last time I used that? Have I ever used that? Do I know how to use that? Why is the tag still on that from two years ago? Um, stuff like that. So I went through everything and you'd be amazed if I, if you walked around the house with me and I showed you everything in here you, and showed you the stuff that I have not touched since I've moved into this house. It's been three years now. I've been living here three years. There is stuff in here that I've not touched in the three years I've been here. It's just been stored. I moved it from the storage unit that I had and now I'm storing it in my house. You know, George Carlin had a great bit about stuff. If you want to go look it up on YouTube, I think you'd be uh, very entertained by it. I think it's just called Stuff. Um, it's a great bit that George Carlin did about all the stuff that we have um, and about having to, to take, you know, you go on vacation, you got to take a small part of your stuff. And I'm not going to ruin the whole bit for you, but go out there and check it out on YouTube, George Carlin's Stuff. But, um, you know, I left a, a job. Um, I guess it's been it's been a year and, and a few months now. You know, I, I retired from the Air Force and then I went right into a government contract job and I was making well over six figures a year uh, for the first three years I was back here in, in South Carolina. And, you know, I bought a new car. Um, I got this house. Um, all kind of great things. You know, there's a, a big screen TV in every room. I was taking vacations all over the place. Um, but I wasn't happy, and that's why I've now left that job, and I, I'm, I'm in the food and bev industry, and I'm bartending, and I'm just, uh, I work here, I work there, I work the hours that I want to work. When I go to work, I know exactly when I'm going to go there. I know exactly when I'm going to leave. There's no expectations except for the expectations that I set for myself. There's no deadlines. There's no meetings. There's no, nobody's uh, making me stay late or come in early. I'm uh, not having to work uh, through the weekends. I don't even have weekends anymore. I don't even know what day of the week it is most of the time because that's the type of freedom that I have now is I just um, I just am. I just be. I just uh, I go where I need to be. I get in, ba-boom, ba-bam, I'm done. I go do whatever I want to with the rest of my day or the rest of, you know, the next couple of days because there's a, you know, I, I don't even work two or three days a week a lot of times unless I want to. So... There's a great excerpt, is that the way you say that word? I can never say words, guys. I don't know why it is. I don't know why it is. So Josh, uh, Josh and Ryan, they run the, the website and the podcast, and they, they've wrote a few, written a few books, and they, they go out all over, the, all over the world talking to groups of people about this stuff. But uh, Josh Milborn, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a quote from uh, something he wrote a few years back that I think is just spot on and I think it'll resonate with a lot of you guys out there that are still working the nine to five as they say <clears throat> um, let's see what did I do with it here but you know I was working that contracting job and I was a, a program manager working for a program manager above me <clears throat> and you know I saw these guys coming in and I mean just just my life you know going to work sitting there at a freaking cubicle all day, uh, not exercising, eating crappy food, 
um, not talking to anybody, just staring at a computer, checking emails, um, writing reports, doing budgets, staying late, coming in early. And then I saw the people above me doing even more of that, spending even more time, spending even uh, coming in even later hours, um, staying later hours, never having their phone out of their hand, always responding to somebody, always emailing, always on the phone talking to somebody, always having a conference call, always having a meeting. Excuse me, always saying, I got to go here. I got to meet this guy over here. I got to go out of town. I got to be back. Oh, I got to, you know, my wife's uh, pissed off because I got to go out of town again, whatever. Staying in hotels, always sleeping out of or living out of, out of a bag. And I told myself one day, I just said, I'm, I'm done. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be these guys. I'm making a shit ton of money. They're making even more money than me. But I could see these guys were not happy. I could see they were stressed to the bones every single damn day of their life. And I did not want that to be me. Um, I luckily didn't let it really uh, take me down too far because I just got kind of an attitude that I can handle a good deal of stress uh, for the most part. You might not think that from the last podcast, but um, I kind of just go with the flow, man. I'm pretty easygoing, and um, I could see these guys, it was just, it was killing them. I mean, hell, the, the guy above me, one of the guys has had a couple heart attacks already, you know. And he used to be a, an army ranger, you know, one of the one of the guys in the best shape in the world. So the stress, man, is just uh, it's how they're killing people. So I finally just gave it up and said, I, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to be those guys. I don't. They don't look like they're having fun, even though they're making a shit ton of money. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm going to read you an excerpt that uh, Ryan Milborn wrote a few years ago. Um, it's called A Day in the Life of a Minimalist. So, this is not the day in the life of a minimalist. This is the opposite, but I was kind of explaining how it came to be. So, here's what it says. I do not have a daily routine. I no longer need one. I do, however, have habits of which I focus every day. Don't get me wrong. I used to have a daily routine before I quit my career to pursue my passions and live a more meaningful life, and I hated that routine. Every day felt like Groundhog Day. Awake to a blaring alarm shower, shave, put on a suit and tie, spend an hour or more in mind-numbing traffic, succumb to the daily trappings of emails and phone calls and instant messages and meetings, drive home through even even more mind-numbing traffic, eat something from a box from the freezer, 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 search for an escape within the glowing box in the living room, brush my teeth, set the alarm, sleep for five or six hours, start all over again in the morning, That was life most days. The same thing, over and over and over. Wash, rinse, repeat. How many of you out there can uh, can relate to that? How many of you out there are enjoying that? How many of you out there would like to be doing something else? Well, check these guys out. TheMinimalist.com. I have no affiliation with these guys. I'm just telling you this is um, something that has turned me on here recently and I'm really digging it and it makes a lot of sense and I was downstairs I don't even know if I got to the, to the rest of the story I was talking about boiling peanuts and I was talking about purging and stuff but I went downstairs and I started um, day one today I've been thinking about it uh, for about a week now um, really thinking about it hard um, and I'm, I'm I'm kind of a fly by the seat of my pants guy but I'm kind of a planner of sorts as well 
even though I seem like I'm flying by the seat of my pants sometimes, I've, I've, I've planned it in my mind. You just don't know I have. So over the past few days, I've been planning this in my mind. I mean, it's, it's something that um, I have to tell myself to go to sleep at night because my eyes will be closed and you can just see my eyes kind of fluttering underneath my eyelids that I'm thinking about this stuff and it's just running through my mind and I'm just trying to plan it. So for the past week or so, I've been planning where am I going to start? What room am I going to go into? What am I getting rid of? How am I going to get rid of it? Um, and I'll get into all that. But so first day today, I came home uh, from work after I, I went and got a haircut. You don't care about my day, but I went and got a haircut. <laughs> I went uh, did some shopping a little bit. Uh, I actually went and saw a movie. Um, uh, what did I see? The ex. Um, Oh, man, I can't even remember what the name of the movie was. It's a new Denzel movie, um, Equalizer, The Equalizer Part 2. Man, it's a great movie. Kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time. So I saw a movie, came home, started some boiled peanuts, and then I got four trash bags, large trash bags, and a kitchen trash bag for actual trash. And I delved into my closet in my bedroom. I knew it was going to be, I knew it was going to be big time. Um, I'm mainly a t-shirt and shorts guy and during the winter I'll be a t-shirt and jeans guy for the most part but had a lot of stuff in my in my closet from old military uniforms and clothing to suits that I never wear anymore to uh, dress and work clothes that I used um, during my time uh, as a government contractor uh, clothing that no longer fits me anymore because I've been on this ketogenic diet and I've lost 50 pounds. So I got clothes in there that there's, they just fall off me when I put them on belts that no longer go around my waist because there's not enough holes to, to make them tight anymore because, uh, because I've slimmed down. So I went into that closet today and I said, I knew it was going to be big because all that stuff was in there. And I told myself, I'm never wearing those, those work clothes again, uh, especially the military, obviously. I'm never wearing the work clothes again, the dress-up clothes, you know, the, the slacks and the dress shirts and the, and the polos and those things. I'm never wearing the stuff that uh, doesn't fit me anymore because I'm never going back to that lifestyle again and gaining all that weight. Um, <clears throat> just tons of stuff. There's, uh, you know, uh, there was a ton of um, big sweaters and thick uh, card not card. I don't have any cardigans anymore. Um, what was in there? Sweatshirts, sweaters, just the big bulky stuff that I had, you know, when I was out in uh, Illinois and Las Vegas, just stuff that I've carried with me from those places where it was ext extreme weather, extreme cold. And I got in there. I don't know what time exactly it was because, you know, time is not really a constraint for, constraint for me anymore either for the most part. But I got in there. Leia was watching me and she thought I was leaving her or something. She was like right on my heels the entire time. Like, please, you look like you're packing all your shit and you're getting ready to go somewhere. But I got four large trash bags. And I'm talking stuffed to the top of stuff that I no longer need. And I wish I could show you guys pictures. I'm not doing video right now, guys. I just don't feel like it. it's too much. It's a lot of work and I just don't feel like putting in the work for it. So I think most people are listening anyway, but... If you want to email me, I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you some pictures of my purge. If it'll if it'll influence you, or if it'll um, excite you, or if it'll maybe get you motivated to kind of do the same thing. It was liberating. I got rid of stuff that's been sitting there again. Stuff that I haven't touched in three years. Uh, stuff that I can't wear anymore. Stuff that uh, you know. One of the things that these minimalist guys say is, 
stuff that you keep around just in case, those three words right there, just in case. How many things do you have sitting around your house that you hold on to just in case, just in case you might need it, just in case you might fit into it again, just in case you gain some weight and you might need to fit into it again, just in case you have some people over and they want uh, you to be able to press some garlic with your garlic press, you know, whatever. How many things do you have in your home that are just in case? Well, I'm getting rid of all those things. I'm getting rid of anything that I don't use, anything that I don't need. And they talk a lot about uh, there's a 30-day rule. You can do a 90-day rule, stuff like that, like stuff that you haven't touched in 30 days. Get rid of it. Stuff that you haven't touched if you want to go a little bit longer, give yourself a little bit more of a stretch, a little more wiggle room. That's a hard word to say for me together, wiggle room. Um, so some people give themselves ninety day a 90-day rule. So I just went in there and did it. I just I saw stuff and I just said, get in the bag, get in the bag, get in the bag. I'm going to take all those things over to the Goodwill <clears throat> tomorrow or the next day. Sometime in the next few days, I'll get it out, get it out of here. It's going to sit, it's going to sit on the floor of my room now instead of in my closet for a little bit. But so that's what I'm doing, guys. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing some life uh, changing events here. You know, I'm pouring out my heart on the podcast, uh, and uh, I'm trying to go minimalist. I'm trying to get rid of stuff, all the clutter in my life that uh, is causing me stress. The The next thing I'm going to do is just go through room by room. I'm going to start taking stuff out into my garage. I'm going to set up a couple of tables <clears throat> or space in my garage, which it's a mess itself. Not really. It's my. I have a two-car two garage, and it's my gym. I've made a gym out of it. It's a really good gym, actually. I'm thinking about, there's a new app out there called Air Gym. It's kind of like Airbnb, where you can actually rent out your gym. And it's something I'm thinking about. Um, I don't know if, I haven't dived into it quite extensively enough yet to know if it's even available here in our state. But I know the app's out there, and I haven't downloaded it yet, but I did look it up on the App Store, and it's there. So, but people can come out, and I'm getting off on another tangent, but people can come and rent time at your gym. So instead of going to Planet Fitness for 25 bucks a month, they can come over and pay a dollar, two dollars to come and work out in your gym. I think I've got a good enough gym to be able to do that. I got a lot of stuff out there. Um, I can even teach classes out there. You know, a lot of people have asked me, let me, let me come back to that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put all this stuff in my out in the garage. Anything that I don't need from every bedroom in the house to my living room to uh, my dining room that I don't even use as a dining room. It's kind of a storage room. Uh, any pots and pans, dishware, Tupperware, appliances that are just sitting in my pantry that I've, I haven't pulled out since I've lived here. I'm going to stack all this stuff down in my garage. It's going to all sit out there. I'm going to try and organize it in sections, you know, uh, uh, like things together. I'm not doing this with the clothes. I'm just going to donate the clothes. But I want to try and sell uh, most of my other big items, whether it's uh, stereo equipment, speakers, excess TVs. I mean, you wouldn't believe how many TVs I got sitting in this house. It's just me. I got a roommate, but uh, he has his, t- his own TV in his room. Every other TV in this house is mine. I'm going to count them for you right now. How many monitors do I have? I have one, two three, four, five, six. I have seven TVs, guys. Seven TVs for one person. 
Is that ridiculous? Does anybody need a CV? Email me at craftconversationspod at gmail.com if you want to deal on a TV or any stereo equipment, any uh, speakers, subwoofers, um, email me. We'll work out a deal. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put all this stuff out into the garage. I'm going to, I'm going to label it. I'm going to put it all together. I'm going to try and figure out pricing for everything. And over a couple weekends, <clears throat> I'm going to have a couple yard sales. Maybe three. I don't know. Haven't decided yet. Depends on how well the first two go. The first two go well, I might not need, might not need a third one. I might need a third one. After the third one, stuff's just going to go. Um, well, I'll take that back. Stuff's not just going to go. After the third one, if the stuff is not gone, then I'll start maybe utilizing uh, eBay or Craigslist or Let Go or those type things. I'll give it another week, maybe two at the most. I'm trying to keep it to like 30 days to try and get rid of everything that I want to get rid of. So if it doesn't sell, I'm just going to donate it somewhere. Um, so I'm going to let somebody else use it. I'm going to minimalize it so somebody else can enjoy it. And once they enjoy it, maybe they'll minimalize it as well. So it's not that I'm getting rid of it and there's no use for it anymore. There's no use for it for me, but maybe somebody else can use it and hopefully somebody else can. <clears throat> so that's what I'm doing. Um, what else was I saying? Oh, I was talking about the Air Gym. So yeah, this is a new thing out there called Air. It's an Air Gym app and you can rent out your, your gym space. So I've been thinking about it. I've had a lot of people ask me in the past and currently, as a matter of fact, as current as today, for me to be their personal trainer. I've thought about it. Um, I mean, more than a handful of people. I mean, probably up to 10 people in the last couple of years have asked me to be their personal trainer. And I could do that here at the house. I could do it. I could do it anywhere. I could take you out in your driveway and be your personal trainer with very little equipment. I could take you out to the beach. I could take you out to the park. You could do it here at my house in my, in my full gym. Um, I also have people ask me constantly to teach them martial arts, Taekwondo. That's my, my discipline of choice. Um, I don't know. I've thought about it. I used to, to teach Taekwondo back in the day. I was a physical therapy technician for 21 years in the Air Force, which was basically a personal trainer. I mean, that's what we did all day was teach people exercise programs and, and uh, rehab programs and what have you. So it would be a piece of cake. Do I really want to do it? Uh, I'm not really sure. And I don't want to do something half-assed. So if, I, if I'm going to do it, I want to be all in. So stay tuned. Something that may, may come out. What's next here? We always talk about what I'm drinking, so I'm not drinking any beer today. <clears throat> Will I get back to drinking beer? Who knows? But what I am drinking today is I made myself up some mushroom matcha uh, with lion's mane and ginger. So this is by a company called Four Sigmatic. It's uh, organic. Um... What do we got here? I'm trying to see. So it's organic matcha. I can't even read this thing, man, because the I'm colorblind and the the colors that they use on the can contrast with the color of the can and it makes it hard. Um, extracted lion's mane mushrooms, one gram of lion's mane per serving. What else here? 
I don't know. I can't really see what else this thing says on it. But it's mushroom matcha uh, drink mix with lion's mane and ginger. I got it off of uh, Amazon.com. Very good. So you're getting the benefit of the mushroom and the matcha, which is uh, just a green. It's basically green tea. It's like a super green tea. So it's a powder instead of a leaf. Just ground up. So that's what I'm drinking tonight. It's very good. Um, I think that's about it, guys. I'm not going to keep you all night. It's been a, it's been a long day already. We're uh, about 36 minutes in. I think I'm going to leave you to the rest of your day. And I hope you got some info out of this that you can use. Check out the Keto Dojo on Facebook. Uh, check out Lulu.com. Email Slayton Johnson up in Gatlinburg. Every damn time. It's because we joked about it the entire time we were in Tennessee about the about how you say it, how it's spelled and everything. So it's Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Email Slayton Johnson at tnriverraft at gmail.com. Hook up with him, get a good rafting trip. And go to Homegrown Brew House if you're looking for a, 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 a local beverage from South Carolina, local beer, 40 beers on tap. They got some food there as well, great menu. Check out Homegrown Brew House. And I'm going to let you go, guys. So I'll talk to you soon.